From WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR, this is Capital Notes, a podcast about Wisconsin politics and politicians. I'm Marty Michelson. Each week, I discuss noteworthy developments with J.R. Ross, editor of WISPolitics.com. Here's our latest conversation. Jeff Mayers is president of WISPolitics.com and is sitting in this week for J.R. Ross. So, Jeff, Governor Tony Evers is calling lawmakers into special session to pass a package of bills designed to help struggling farmers and rural communities. The idea drew mixed reviews from Republican leaders after the Democratic governor announced it in his State of the State address. Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald says he's all ears on the plan and seems open to a special session. But Assembly Speaker Robin Voss appears wary, saying Evers has ignored rural Wisconsin until now. Evers wants the special session to begin tomorrow. Do you think it will, and what will this session look like? The Republicans aren't going to do anything fast on this. I think they're looking at the bills, gauging how to react. I think it is an area where Republicans might find it hard to ignore. Farms are in crisis. This is a natural constituency of theirs. So while Voss was entirely dismissive, Fitzgerald was uh, a little more open. And so I think that Republicans have to you know, work on their game plan, so to speak, before we see any action on this. Governor Evers also called in his State of the State speech for the creation of a nonpartisan redistricting committee to draw the state's electoral maps next year. Those maps would ultimately have to be approved, though, by the legislature, and Republican leaders showed no signs of taking a different approach to redistricting following Evers' announcement. So if the GOP retains both houses in 2020, what do you think redistricting will look like in light of the creation of this commission? This is something that happened, would happen after the elections in November. I expect that the GOP majorities, if they maintain them, would say, that's really nice of you, this is interesting information, and now just leave it up to us. They hold the power to draw the map. Now, they'll pass a bill, their version of the maps, and Evers can disagree, well, then it probably gets thrown into the courts. This is why the veto-proof majority that the Republicans are seeking is so important coming up here in the, uh, in the, these elections. You know, it's highly unlikely in my mind that the legislature and the governor are going to agree on a bill to redraw the map. So I think what the governor is doing here is, you know, he thinks it's an important issue and uh, he can uh, uh, gin up public opinion by having uh, this commission go around the state and gather testimony and draw, quote unquote, fair maps. But in the Republicans' mind, they're not going to give up the power to draw the maps if they're in control of the legislature. Turning to the issue of taxes, the nonpartisan Legislative Fiscal Bureau reports Wisconsin tax collections are more than $800 million above projections. Republicans and Democrats alike are voicing their plans for the surplus. Republicans want to use it to cut taxes, while Governor Evers wants to hang on to it in case of a future economic downturn. So which side do you think is going to win out, and can both sides run on this surplus in 2020? Well, you know, it's an election year, so I wouldn't rule out a compromise tax cut of some sort, Um, you know, or some sort of something the lawmakers could take back to their constituents in an election year. But, you know, Governor Evers hasn't said exactly how he wants 
to use the surplus. A lot of it already goes to the rainy day fund, so they got about $450 million to play with. So um, some of that could be used for, you know, say uh, the homeless, uh, the, the homeless bills that are uh, been stuck uh, in the Senate because the GOP caucus was against uh, spending so much money on that. Could be for uh, the farm package, uh, the farm relief package that uh, Governor Evers uh, proposed in the state of the state. You know, it could be for various things. But I wouldn't rule out an election year tax cut that would benefit incumbents in both parties. Exactly. And finally, another longtime Democratic state senator has announced his retirement. Mark Miller of Monona announced on the Senate floor last week that he won't run again in November. This follows an announcement by Democratic Senator Dave Hansen of Green Bay that he won't seek re-election. So we've talked about Republicans' chances of winning Hansen's seat in Green Bay. What do you think are the chances of Republicans taking Miller's seat in the Madison area? Uh, zero. Uh, it's a Democratic seat. Uh, it's not a hard liberal seat, but it's a, it's a Democratic seat. And Mark Miller has been there for a while. Um, so I... It, the the battle for this seat will be in the primary, and um, you know so that's where the battle will be because it's a uh, it's a Democratic seat. Uh, Melissa Sargent, a, uh, a a Democrat from Madison, uh, has already jumped in. She has a pretty big uh, campaign account ready for this, um, but there are other uh, sitting uh, assembly members in the seat who are eyeing it. And then Kelda Royce, a former state rep who ran for Congress and governor, uh, has said she'll take a look at it. Um, and then we're also watching uh, whether Senator Fred Risser is going to run for re-election. He's uh, 92. He's the uh, longest-serving state uh, lawmaker in the country and uh, and Wisconsin. Uh, he's a fixture in the state Senate, um, and if he would uh, not run, there would be a real competitive primary for that seat as well. That's a Democratic seat. So the big, the, you know, the seat that's really in play is the Hansen seat. Uh, there may be more retirements, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, for an open seat, that's going to be the, uh, a lot of resources are going to go into that race. Interesting. If Risser announces his retirement, that would be three in a row for Democrats or Democratic senators in particular. Um, do you see a trend here? And why might all these Democrats be retiring? They're of the retirement age, all three of them, right? Uh, that's that's one thing. But they're in the minority. Uh, it's, you know, not fun being in the minority. Uh, it's fun. if It's okay if you have another job and, you, you know, but I mean, a minority legislator not much happens They're not you know especially if they if the numbers uh, aren't very close in the chamber i think that um, there's something of a changing of the guard uh, you know could be uh, taking place and maybe that's the kind of new blood that can help democrats to uh, regain uh, seats in the legislature uh, you know just sort of a different approach perhaps but i think it's natural for minority centers of a certain age to say, geez, you know, I've had enough of this. That's Jeff Mayers of Wispolitics.com sitting in this week for J.R. Ross. You can join us each week for our Capital Notes conversations. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.